Good morning. Welcome back to the Flow Track Podcast. My name is Lincoln Shrike, and he is not Gordon Mack, who is apparently still in a deep slumber, supposed to be awake, but he's not. It's Kevin Sully. Uh, Kevin, how you feeling being the uh, the replacement podcaster today? I'm happy to fill in, uh, Lincoln. Don't know where Gordon is. I'm assuming we're going to get an apology text in about mm-hmm. 15, 16 minutes. He was texting me yesterday, or texting both of us yesterday, with things that Division One coaches were saying about what I was saying on the podcast. So I was, I was under the impression he was fired up, he was ready to go, and he was he was in tune with everything. But apparently not. Apparently not. Yeah, and I so. Just- I just had to send a text to our group chat to say, don't log in, because I imagine at like 947, he'll wake up yelling cursed words and try to hop on. So I, we need to notify him that you've replaced uh, his presence today. Glad to have you. Uh, not much else going on in the world, it seems like, than this Jimmy Gressier news that we'll, we'll get to. Just kidding. We were both up late watching mm-hmm. election results. Um, so a lot on our minds, separate from running which is why it feels appropriate to talk about something as preposterous and strange as this Jimmy Gressier news. Apparently, he was the guy who found Tyofik McLuffy's bag in France. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, I, I, this case only gets stranger. Now we are relying on French to English transa- translations to try to figure out exactly what happened. But uh, as it stands right now, Jimmy Gressier says he was looking for the new Nike prototypes and then he found a bag of needles and stuff that is not confirmed doping products, but uh, doesn't look a whole look good for for old McLuffy. Uh, what do you think of this strange turn in the in this in this strange case? It sounds like Mad Libs. And when you told this to me, when I said, "Hey, what are we going to talk about on <laughs> the show?" Now that I'm filling in for Gordon, you said Jimmy Grissier is rummaging through McLuffy's bag, and I said, "Say what?" <laughs> and the more you explained it, the stranger it got. Now. Let's back up a little bit because people may not know about Jemmy Gressier, distance runner yeah. from France, famous for his celebrations. He once that mimicked race walking at the end of a cross country race when he was so far ahead. <laughs> uh, he fell at the line one time. He has done airplane wings. So one of the bigger personalities in the in the sport. Just want to give some context to why we know him. And he'd be an even bigger name if he was a little bit quicker just because of the the crazy stuff that he does. So let's slow down a little bit. I want to go piece by piece through this. Yeah. Because okay. we managed to throw we managed to throw a shoe take in within a PED take. So what was he looking for and why? Well, so we have to we have to go back because I believe um well, it doesn't actually say, at least to my knowledge, when he was looking for this. Because I, I feel like when the initial reports came out, it was talking about it being in March. Um, but this article, again, a French to English translation, um, mm-hmm. it says the case begins with a report in stage two a few weeks ago. The journalist evokes a seizure in a room of the INSEP at the beginning of September. So, again, with the translations, it's a little confusing. So I don't know the exact mm-hmm. time, but we have Jimmy Gressier, kind of the... I don't know what the term is, a goofball that he is, doing a little snooping, right? I think he's curious to see what is mm-hmm. in McLuffy's bag. And listen, he can say he was looking for the the new prototypes um, from, from Nike. That seems a little, I mean, 
whatever. I guess you have to take him on his word. That seems a little suspicious to me. My estimation is that he saw Taufik McLuffy's bag and thought, well, what does it harm? He's not here. I'm going to take a peek at it. And um, he found, um, according to this, it says, it shocked me to see so many products. When you look on the internet, you almost have to be dead on a hospital bed what? to take these. <laughs> so I'm, I'm still confused because we have these these words coming out, and then we get the the clarification, if you will, um, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. none of the products in the bag are actually explicitly for doping. So it's it's a little confusing. So guys- it seems like... Both people, both Would sides of this are training what they partners. Want to see. No, they both just Would train at the at this French training okay. facility. This INSEP. No, they're not training partners. Here's my thing about this. Here's the questions that I have about this. If you're close enough to someone to where you're like, "Hey, I'm going to go look through their bag," like if a teammate when you were in college or high school, Lincoln was on the yeah. level where they were going to look in your bag. Would they be the same person who then, when they found something suspicious in your bag, would turn you in to the authorities? Is that does that well? Does that that, that's the thing. I don't think they're teammates. And McLuffy, I believe, was not there. He had already left, I think, for South Africa, which is where I, he either okay, is so, still or I think he had McLuffy had left behind a bag. Okay. And if we and and so far, what we know. Um, uh, let's see what the that's the the things that are in the bag. It says there are syringes, dilutants, mm-hmm. dilutants for injections, and food supplements. I, I I guess it's just all very circumstantial and suspicious. Okay. It's not anything. Nothing seems like rock solid at this point, right? I I feel like a okay. solid defense case Come could on. be built. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nothing about this is rock solid. It's ridiculous. <laughs> that's why we're talking. Okay, so you're painting a different picture than I thought. What I was thinking is. He was doing 200 meter reps at one side of the track. McLuffy was stretching and he saw his bag no. and he's like, yo, are these spikes are sticking out? It's more of a situation where it's just, there's just a bag that's been sitting there for a while. He knows it's McLuffy's. He knows he has the new prototypes maybe and he wants, and he wants to see them. That's a little bit mm-hmm. more believable to me than, than the alternative. So the bag just got left. It was sitting there for a while. Maybe it was in his locker. It, was, it said McLuffy on the locker and he opened it up. And looked at it. Still, a, a strange turn of events. He's the one, though, then that turned it in to the to the authorities. Is that correct? It, he is the guy. It would seem it doesn't explicitly say that that he did that, but it 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 does say or it does seem to indicate that. Like otherwise, why would there be an investigation? It says in this article that he found the bag in, this summer. So I, I thought mm-hmm. there were various things thrown out about oh. it being in March, and but this the seems summer. relatively recent yeah um that's not that recent. so yeah well the summer it's november i mean yeah but it, it could have been late Listen, summer if I maybe found, september if i found your bag and tried to dime you out it would be within weeks it would not be months yeah i just want to say like lincoln has <laughs> secret microphones kind of i was i was going in this bag i was looking for his extra schmedium superhero shirt and i found a <laughs> bunch of illegal stuff it just feels weird. I mean, it's just like, it'd be like, yeah, it's like you, like I'm out of town for several weeks and you have suspicions. So you break into my house under the guise of, I think I'm going to find several pints of vegan ice cream that I'd like to eat. And it turns out I found a bunch of dead bodies 
And that all of a sudden justifies my actions. It's still like Jimmy G yeah, yeah. comes out looking real sketchy with this. I understand the interest. I mean, I want to rummage through everyone's stuff, but I, I yeah, think yeah. better of it every time. It, uh, this, this case has always seemed flimsy and it's now taken a stranger turn. And I, I don't know what, you know, trying to predict what's going to happen is, is beyond me. And, and I, I, this just, this case is continuing to have the yakety sack song playing in yeah, the yeah. background. Uh, it's getting more and more absurd. And I, I mean, I tend to think that this isn't going to go anywhere. I, 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 the more absurd things right, right. get, I, there's no doping products found. He had a, okay. So he, maybe he was putting in a bunch of injections in himself, but without proof that it was there, th you were calling these doping materials and it feels a little premature mm -hmm. to, to say that, that these are, do yeah, sure. You inject doping products, but if there were no doping things in his bag, I, I don't know. Like where, where Listen, is the, where's the smoking nope. gun here? No, I don't think that there's a, a smoking gun yet. Just a whole bunch of smoke again. The reason this is so on brand with 2020 is the fact that he thought he was looking for the prototypes. That to me yeah. pushes it over of him saying they're under such intense security that even Nike athletes can't see them. They have to go. Or is he, is he a Nike athlete? Is Gressy a Nike yeah, athlete? Yeah, Maybe it, that. that's, the, that's the thing I guess we should have mentioned. Yeah, he's a Nike athlete, right? And so his, I so, guess, you know, we know that there's a hierarchy with Nike athletes mm -hmm. of certain calibers, you know? We know that some athletes are going to be better positioned to get new products than others. And so in that thing, I'm sure he thought, oh, I bet McLuffy has the new spikes mm -hmm. ahead of me because McLuffy's a metal contender, Gressier's not, but... Yeah, yeah, that seems odd that, that, you know, you were also a Nike athlete. Shouldn't you know? Um, yeah, well, it's it's odd. If he really wanted to set the world on fire, what he should have said is, I shouldn't have been snooping around. I went into his bag looking for the prototypes. What I saw were all these products that I was suspicious of. But the most dangerous thing in the bag was actually the spikes and what it tells us about track and field today. <laughs> That's what I, just, with, I think this is cracking me up just reading the I mean, I, this is a serious case, I suppose, but it's slowly seemingly getting less serious when you do the translations. And again, I don't know how accurate these are. You would think we would have technology now in, in 2020 to be able to have like completely foolproof, foolproof translations. But this sentence, I mean, it's just preposterous. Here's Gressier. Um, this is from his Instagram and it's been being translated like once again but let me just read this they were not doping products but for me it is a doping pract practice to take so many products to be successful if to be an olympic champion you need that no thank you so he just completely contradicts himself and here he justifies it quote i'm very proud of it i did a good deed i try to make my sport as clean as possible by clearing all the cheaters at my humble level for a cleaner sport, I think you have to open your mouth. Now, that seems to diminish his argument that he was looking for spikes. He's saying, at first, I was looking for the new prototypes, and then all of a sudden, he's yeah. patting himself on the back, saying, I made the sport clear. It's a sting operation. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. This, I don't know who's giving him this <laughs> idea that he needs to go looking for the spikes. They're saying that he was looking for the spikes when he was opening up the bag. Um I, I don't know if I'm trusting Jimmy G with any secrets I have going forward. Um, 
And maybe he did do the sport a good thing if McLuffy, who has had suspicion about him, mm. is in fact a dirty athlete and has proven as much. Yes, he'll be looked at as a hero, I suppose, in the sport. But at the same mm. time, I'm not. I'm not a. J- Jimmy G is is the the guy who when we question the source of a story, it's like he's the guy we probably shouldn't be telling the story because he's uh he's gonna be leaking that to the press. I mean, couldn't if he was suspicious of it, couldn't he have just said, "Hey, here's this bag I found," and turned it over to authorities? I'm assuming he has connections within the, you know, track world there to hand it over or uh, call somebody from think. AIU. I don't think you need to go to the. I was just looking for the 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 chapter flies in there, and that's why I went in there. More impactful, <laughs> Jimmy G. Yeah, that's the new name. We got that name from the other other podcast someone wrote in there. I can't even think of the name. What are they? Viper flies. What are the 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 spikes? Uh, that sounds the right. Viperflies, right? Yeah, yeah there were dragonflies at one point. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, more impactful, Jimmy G. Garoppolo or Gracie? Go. Well, well, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo is hurt right now, and Jimmy Gracier, uh is on Instagram, and there's been no big European cross country races recently. So both have seen their stocks tumble a bit although some people are going to like him jimmy gressier more so as it is right now mm-hmm. with jimmy garoppolo set to miss a few weeks i think we have have to up, update the jimmy g power rankings um a, a bit here i do want to read one more line from the story again this is from his instagram it is being translated but he's <laughs> this is comical if this is exactly how it's supposed to be read i am not saying that McLuffy cheated i do not know in any case he has cheating practices Okay. Interesting. That's bold. I'm not saying okay. he cheated, but I'm saying he cheated. Like, what? What is that? I'm thinking a lot of this. I think a lot of this is getting lost in translation. I think we need to give him a okay. little bit more of the benefit of the doubt here, but it's a fun exercise to read it from, from yeah. that perspective. And the whole right, the whole thing is just so crazy. It's obviously serious at its core, but this story is just now completely wild. Um I have a couple emails that we got to. Do you want to read those on today's okay. show? Yeah. Uh, um, yes, I'm, I'm cleaning, continuing to read French to English stories here. But yeah, go ahead. You can keep going if you want. Um, no, we just got a couple here that I want to run through. First, we keep getting emails about D2 and D3. Do you have anything to report on that? Do I have anything to report? Um, I don't. It's November. I don't know what the uh, – November, and they haven't really had much cross-country. Maybe a, a – a conference meet here, conference meet there, but uh, I don't know if they're planning on making up their championships in the fall, like Division One. I. I don't think so, but I, I mm-hmm. understand the unrest because D one is mm-hmm. seeming to have some momentum behind it, and D two and D three don't have that to match it. So I don't. Got one here from Kevin, who has a great name. Said wants to hear right. more about the conference recaps he wants an episode on each conference because we have plenty oh, of time wow. and true we do we'll be so gordon is gonna do his rankings so with the rankings we'll dive in anymore or we'll dive in even more excuse me you you didn't get a chance to weigh in did you did you have any thoughts opinions on the the conference meets gordon and i did the the recap for that yeah i was impressed by um the Iowa State runner whose name Wes was it Wesley Kiptu? What's his first name? Yeah, Wesley. I'm impressed by him. I mean, the times I know we're not supposed to talk about times in cross country, but the times were absurdly fast and 
you know, he ran 2230 or something. Again, who cares? It could have been seven and a half K. You never know. But more and more proof is now we more have, we have a bigger sample size of saying he is like a legit dude. Um, Mm -hmm. As far as the results of the team race. Yeah. It looks like Oklahoma state and Iowa state are both really good teams and have a shot to get on the podium. I'm not a believer that either team has an actual shot at a a national title. I don't think they run deep enough, but you have to obviously look at Oklahoma state. They won this meet. That's a good change of pace for them after losing it three years in a row. And nationals is on their home course and it's a unique course. So you figure, figure they have an outside puncher shot. I don't tend to think that they will, but momentum is certainly building. Now they got to maintain that between now and the next cross country meet, which is in March. Um, Otherwise, yeah, Nagus, I think he validated himself as a top 10 threat. Um, on the women's side, I mean, NC State wins ACCs without several of their top runners. Uh, you're, you know, top runners, you would think, at least have pedigree for those freshmen, Starlipper and, and Kaylin Tui. Everything mostly went to form for me. I just, I, I looked at um, the kip two athlete from iowa state and i'm continuing to keep an eye on him and and believing the hype around him i suppose yeah he ran really confidently gordon i talked about that when we recapped it or we're talking about the winners and the losers he ran from the front and just grinded everybody down and he said rodriguez stuck with him for for a little bit but that those are big margins um anything on the the women's side well that's what i said i mean in in uh, the women's side of of big 12 individually Oh, yeah. and, well, you have to remind me who won who won ACCs on the women's side individually. I was more focused on the team of team uh, team side. Dominic Claremont of NC State. Dominic Claremont of NC State won, and then Mercy Chelan got one. Yeah, okay. SECs. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, big for our Mercy Chelan got rankings. Um, yeah, that's. <laughs> I, listen, I mean, NC State is loaded. They're, they're loaded. It doesn't like necessarily reflect that in the results. Just have you had slight disappointments from Kelsey Camille, who doesn't seem to be on her normal level. But I mean, they mm-hmm. put three in the top seven and they easily could have put five in the top 10 if they were fully stocked. Right. So, yeah, I, I, I think this is right in line with what you would what you would expect from from NC State. Um, this meet. It, it, it doesn't even necessarily indicate how strong they can be in, in March. I, I, to me would, they're still in, to my eyes, the NCAA favorite, um, heading into a meet that's still four months away. I mean, it's tough to try to like extrapolate things from, from November to March, but when they add those two star freshmen and you assume healthy and you assume, okay, they're acclimated to the system. They kind of get this advantage of just training during this soft fall schedule. I, I, I think yeah. this is a group when you talk about the senior leadership up front um, that is going to be imp- not impossible, but really, really tough to beat when an All-American and Kelsey Camille right now is your fifth runner and you have a two absolute blue chip freshmen still yet, yet to run um, they're They're going to be hard to beat if they're anywhere close to full strength. Mm-hmm. We got one here on the, Topic of the state of North Carolina and women's cross country, but not the Wolfpack, the Tar Heels. Uh, Joe writes in, he said he's listening to the pod with Lincoln and Gordon about the future of UNC women's XC. Just wanted to call your attention to one of their freshmen, Sarah Trainer. She came 15th in the UNC NC State Wake Forest meet. She's a great all around runner, but I think you'll start to hear from her come track season. Her best event in high school was the 2K steeple, where she holds a national high school record with a time of 629, has an 800 PR of 208. 
Yeah. Sid just wants to put her okay. on the radar. And UNC, you know, Bryn Brown, Sydney Massarelli, they're gonna be loaded. The the balance of power is is shifting to the state of North Carolina for the next couple of years in women's cross country. It's it's remarkable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the power of superstar coaches, right? I mean, NC State's been building for 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 quite a long time there with Haynes, but mm-hmm. um, with just Chris Miltenberg going out to going out to North Carolina, you're you're seeing that. That said, UNC did not have that good of a meet over the weekend. They surely wanted better than fifth place in a tie with mm-hmm. Notre Dame, who finished sixth. They could have finished as bad as seventh, or excuse me, at, at sixth. They certainly had to have wanted more than that. But yeah, they're getting they're getting some superstars coming in. That's the power again of of having a, an A-list coach, a guy who was at Stanford, succeeded at Stanford, uh, being there. You're going to start to get the the Sidney Massarelli, the Bren Browns. They, they've got a bright f- future. And it's funny to see cross-country just shift so dramatically where it was – we weren't talking about North Carolina. You know, NC State the last couple of years has been that team that's like the, the trendy up-and-coming team. Well, now they're finally here, and it's, it's crazy that they're going to have an in-state rival. That's just was not anything we've – you know – North Carolina on the women's yeah. side in cross country has not been relevant win since Shalane Flanagan. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, I don't know when they've had a competitive team last as far as the national stage. They're not there yet, but they soon will be. Um, it's crazy. Gordon and I were talking about this in the context of recruiting. How many does it take to get your program rolling? How many blue chippers does it take? And you get someone like Brown and Massarelli who could be all Americans right away. And then you're immediately in the mix. Cause you put them around some upperclassmen or some transfers, some grad transfers, even some established runners. And you got yourself a, a squad there. It doesn't take, it doesn't take much. Well, exactly. Yeah. I think that's yeah. what we're, yeah, it's exactly what we're seeing out of the in-state rival NC state. So, um, it's it's going to be fun. I mean, NC State will have to replace the seniors that they're going to lose. So I, I you know, so if you're looking at farm system, season doesn't count. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Count. Oh, you mean in March? You're looking March. Uh, you're right. No, you're right. With the seniors, I guess they could technically come back. Although I think I feel like the evidence is there that a lot of people are just going to graduate, even if they have eligibility back. I don't. I mean, how many people are going to come back just for cross country? I don't know. Maybe they will, but. Um, mm-hmm. If you're looking long term, who has the better farm system right now? I'm I'm liking it. I'm liking UNC, Kevin. I I, I like I, I put their top put them atop the uh, the uh, minor <laughs> league ranking system. I like what they have coming up from low A and and high A. <laughs> they both they both have options moving forward. We got another one here from Kurt on the top of NCAA in Arkansas specifically. Um, he's talking about how okay. Lance Harder. Um, was on oh he's on beneath the grandstand that's right and he's constantly said that they concentrate on indoor and outdoor he said they use XC to get ready for indoor and indoor to get ready for outdoor however the hogs also have Izzo Clark Villione Warner back I think so they can afford to have some kids cr- concentrating on cross country you know Gordon and I have given our thoughts on this I don't know if you've weighed in how would you handle that indoor two days later what? cross country <laughs> championship or that just those three I months would... how would you ha- how would you handle it. Um, I would, yeah, try to rest your athletes as much at this time of year, get them set for that. I think they're going to be really incentivized to try to do both right as best they can, because Mm -hmm. they have, isn't Arkansas hosting nationals? 
indoors? Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, they they can't just sit out their distance athletes. They're not going to do that. That would be that would be crazy. I would there's I I would think if I was a coach, even if cross country is a bigger deal to your distance athlete, I would be much more likely to say this is a strange cross country thing. We'll just worry about cross country in next fall. Put our athletes mm-hmm. Let's focus on indoors if it can happen. It's on your home. If you have any chance of building up, I mean, Arkansas has a reputation as far as track right. dating back years and years and years, but you're, you're not going to, if, if getting out a crowd, if that's even possible in March, probably it still isn't, but if getting any excitement on the campus about track and field, about the sport is, is something you're interested in, then you are going to put your athletes in position to be on campus and competing at a a national championship in your building. So I, I would, I would lean more towards focusing on the indoor championships and then trying to figure out what you can do in cross country. I, I don't, I just, that's my take. I I don't, I don't know if, you know, I think it's always going to come down to what's, what's more important to your, to, to your program. Um, and I think track is always more important. And I think when it's special, especially when it's on campus, when it's in your building. Well, but if indoor is first, you could do indoor and then run across. No, that's what I'm saying. But I mean, you're going to have to still hedge your, your athlete. I mean, you, you can't have somebody running the 5k and then coming back two days later and running a a 6k. That's going to be tough. I mean, I guess you could, but why not? I watched well, Ali Oshander run a 5K in a steeple like 20 minutes apart in 130 degrees in Austin, Texas. You can do anything. Yeah, and she fell apart in the 5,000. You know, she or, you know she was like eighth in the 5,000. Okay. You know, it was just – Gets your point. Gets your point. That's a point. That's all American status. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, it's, is, is it going to be I, possible? Yes. Yeah, it's just not going to be – it's obviously not going to be optimal for, for cross country. You know, if they do this, if they really try to go close sure, to all sure. in and cross – on track – well, we're going to have very, very limited expectations of them in cross country, but I think they're going to have to go for it uh, on the track more so than cross country, simply because they're hosting the meet. Yeah. Also, if we gained it out right now and we did a, a form chart of the 16 people who are going to make it into the indoor championships and then contrasted that with who's in the team race for cross country, it's not going to be that big of a list. Like the Arkansas men are definitely going to be impacted but the Arkansas women won't because there's a good chance that none of those women are going to make it to the meet. Lauren Gregory has done it before, so she could. But there's not a huge yeah. list. Kalati would be on that list, of course. Grijalva on the men's side would be on the list. Obviously, Wesley Kip too would be on that list. But, I mean, Iowa State, you'd think, okay, well, the team race, yeah, they have a solid team and they can make it. But they're not in it. With a, with a solid chance to take the top spot. Yeah. So you'd probably say, hey, go try to win an NCAA indoor title and then two days later come out and run a 10K yeah. and see how it goes. I think that's the approach that we'll see from a lot of these teams. I think you're, you're going to see a lot of a lot of doubling. I think the biggest challenge is going to be in the months before that, trying to get the qualifying times or meet the qualifying exactly. standards, whatever they, whatever they may be. And that's going to be a little bit difficult. But I think the best people will rise – rise to the top and they'll be able to handle it because even so say Kalati does the 3k 5k double and then she goes to Stillwater and tries to run cross even if she has a horrible day where's she finishing well what's she finishing even if she has a horrible day 10th yeah exactly 15th exactly yeah that's that's the floor i mean the 
you'd like to think, oh, this is going to be a great equalizer, and maybe it will bring some more people into the equation. But the good people are still going to be the good people. That's why they're able to double and win two titles with only a day. I don't know. I think we should keep this system going forward. I think we should have cross-country championships and indoor championships within the same three-day period. That seems smart to me. I like it. Well, I think outdoors should be two days after indoors. Or sorry, two days after cross-country. There you go. That's I just just have them all back to back to back. I mean, let's just get it all over with, and then we can. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know, understand why we couldn't separate this by like a week, but you know, I, I, I'm just I'm just the guy over here trying to get the U.S. election to be a popular vote. You know, most votes win type of situation. I'm the, I'm the crazy guy over here. I just you know who knows. Wait, wait I, to hear my tiebreaker take. Wait to yeah. hear my cross country tiebreaker take. I. I kind of like that it's going to be in close proximity because it feels like it's part of the same meet, and that seems a little more feasible. They should. They should bring them together. They should. Yeah, and they should have a combined point total. I mean, Gordon will, but nobody else seems to be on on this. But like the combined massive running Palooza weekend winner, uh, that Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. championship trophy winner. They should have that. Like Arkansas won the 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 indoor the track and field cross country title for the year in in three days. Yeah, I think yeah. This is this is something Gordon will definitely do. He's going to be gaming out yes. all the all the situations, all the permutations. But right. those are all the emails, Lincoln. I, I you know we knew coming in this was going to be a shortened episode. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, that we're living up to that to that billing. Gordon has sent us his apology text. Uh, it's become a frequent <laughs> thing. I, I'm not sure what he's up to. I mean, we all know he stays up later than we do. He doesn't have children, and who knows what he's doing on the internet? Um, posting on Sixers, Sixers Reddit. Man. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's having real trouble recently waking up for the nine o'clock uh nine o'clock show. It's <laughs> it's tough. Um, so we'll try to we'll try to get him up and alert. And uh, I don't know. He needs to get one of those alarms that shakes your bed. But uh, I, I don't know. He always says he like he forgets to set an alarm or you know misses mm-hmm. alarm. I, I'm just trying to figure out if that's genuine. Is he actually missing his alarm or is he just like, well, maybe I'll wake up at eight fifty nine. But <laughs> if I don't, if I don't what's it. the worst that can happen? Well, it's yeah. going to be you and him tomorrow, and then me and you again on Friday to close out the week. Man, so a lot of Lincoln for people. A lot of, yeah. Well, I took a couple of days off, so it happens. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, that'll, that'll do it for us. Um, we will be back tomorrow, or at least I will be back tomorrow to talk hopefully more about Jimmy Gressier and uh, who's looking under rocks in Algeria right now to try <laughs> to find any evidence of Taufik McLuffy uh, skirting the anti-doping system. Just kidding. All right. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, see you then.